You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Hello, all you sexy souls. It's Mariah. Tuning in for the last time on the Salty Sex Cast. So like the title says... Peace out, bitches. Um, I really just want to take a full episode to go back through, you know, salty sex cast of the ages, <laughs> if you will, to really talk about um, how far the show has come, how amazing this experience has been, how wonderful all the connections I have made, and, you know, like all great things you know, seasons change and it's okay. So, um, this has been a hard, hard decision. I will tell everyone I'll maybe shed some tears. Um, just because this mission of sharing information around sex and sexuality in a way that minimizes fear and stigma and maximizes health and wellness is really near and dear to my heart. And just because maybe the show is uh, is ending doesn't mean that's uh, my personal mission. We'll be ending with that as as well. So I really want to be clear on that. Um, We are at 150 episodes. This is our 150th episode, which is really, really neat to be at that point. Um, There were so many times that I didn't think we were going to get too far. There were so many times that... um, you know, it, it was a lot and we took some breaks and we went to every other week, um, and, um, went back to weekly. It's, it's a lot of work and, um, you know, the work really was driven by amazing people. Wasn't just me. Um, you know, from our very beginning when, uh, I went up to Pamela and said, Hey, I'd love to talk about things in a way that isn't scary, that's kind of fun, that's super educational. Um, Would you be willing to join me and kind of be that other balance to my personality? Um, And she was a wonderful co-host, loved every minute, learned so much from Pamela. Um, And one reason, I don't know if anyone is very familiar with the very beginning of the podcast, but Pamela owns Silk and Salt Photography or co-owns. And um, part of that, there is a wonderful woman support group um, called the Salty Witches. And so that actually helped us choose the name of the Salty Sex Cast. We're still salty. We live in Salt Lake City or in Utah where we have the Great Salt Lake. Salty from the lack of sex education, we've didn't really receive when we were growing up. So there was a lot of reasons why salt and salty was in that name. Um, but mainly because of Pamela's brilliance and and all of that. So her brand has always been on this podcast. And even though she hasn't been on the show um, for a little bit of time, I really, really could not have done it without her. Um, her bravery has always been such a wonderful example. So Pamela, I just want to say thank you so much for helping me 
um, open up this world for, uh, for myself and for others. And it's been a really fun journey. Um, the other person who's been here from pretty much the beginning is Brady, um, Brady, the button boy. He's the one who has set up the studio when we had in-person guests and has done quite a few of our quickies. Um, and so, and his adventures too has been really fun learning some, some really great things about, um, his exploration with non-monogamy, um, and even his, uh, uh, being a nudist and sharing a lot of that and helping us really learn about like his journey with that. So I want to say thank you so much to Brady for always just being that, uh, comical relief, um, and never afraid to, you know, admit he didn't know something. And I thought it was just such a great way to model. We don't know, like even the tip of the iceberg when it comes to sex and sexuality, we're all learning. We're learning how to address people how to accept different um, folks and different ways of living. And so Brady's always modeled that in such a way. And I just want to say thank you so much, Brady. Um, You're one of my besties. You will always be one of my best friends. Uh, So (sighs) we will always still continue hanging out, but maybe not in the way for the podcast. Um, There are countless friends and podmunity members that if I had the time, all the time in the world, I would think all personally. Um, but I've had a lot of really close friends who have supported the show, who have given suggestions, who have connected with guests, um, connected me with guests and made suggestions. It's been really great. Um, and they also share the podcast with their friends too and their community. So that's just, it's really meaningful. So I want to say thank you to all of my great close friends who've been uh, supporters of the podcast since the beginning. Part of starting a podcast is you start to build a community of either other podcasters or other folks. And we've called that the podmunity. And um, there's so many wonderful, great local podcasts that have really supported this, that have helped me. We've learned how to record, what equipment to buy, Um, you know, even just ways to market the podcast more. So it's been really, really fun to learn exactly about that because I will tell you the very first episode, I don't know if too many people know, I mean, the first few, the audio isn't great, but the very first episode, Pamela and I just were like, Hey, let's just hurry and record something and see what it, how it turns out. We were on my iPad um, with a blue Yeti mic plugged in with like a USB adapter and all sorts of stuff. But we only had one mic and we huddled around it in her living room that has concrete floors. So it might've echoed a little bit. Um, and we just huddled around one mic. And so it's this really funny two girls, one mic kind of joke with our very first episode. And it took us a while to kind of figure out, oh, okay, we need a condenser and we need, um, these other things. And, um, all the things that I actually don't even know names for, but I've slowly learned. And Brady has been a huge proponent of us and our audio quality as well, making sure we had the best equipment possible. Um, but not just Brady and his know-how, we were able to purchase higher quality equipment. 
uh, get a logo, get stickers, like all sorts of other marketing things for the podcast, really because our Patreon community. We've had amazing folks financially support the podcast since um, really, was it episode three or four? Like it really was very early on in that. Um, Every dollar of the podcast that we've received has gone right back into the podcast, either equipment, just like all I said there. Um, And so I really, really want to, you know, say a thank you. And because of that and higher quality, our message is able to be shared with other people. And it's it's more pleasant to the ears, right? <laughs> so it's easier to swallow some of those harder topics, um, especially when the audio is better. So I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has contributed financially to the podcast, um, purchased a t-shirt even, anything like that has gone back into the show. And um, it's an expensive hobby. I will tell you, I have forked over hundreds of dollars into this show. So any dollar that we were able to get was just an alleviation of what I had to fork over. And so I just want to say thank you so much for all of those people. And, you know, that showed me I did have a message worth sharing when you have someone willing to financially back it. So I really... You know, you could choose to spend your money anywhere. Um, So really those people probably helped me see the value of the message every month more than, you know, of course we watch downloads and we hear, we watch the number of downloads. We hear people and and their stories and folks write in all the time um, telling us the impact the show has made and especially like, hey, this episode really resonated me with me or I didn't even know that. I talked to my spouse about this and now I really understand where my spouse comes from, you know, where they're coming from. And it's been really, really great. And so just hearing all of that um, has given a lot of energy, um, especially when my energy was very low. Um, I, and I'm saying um a lot, probably because I'm, I'm sad. Um, it's kind of sucks kind of sucks to say goodbye, but I want to give, I want to give the gratitude the show is owed, you know, out there. (laughs) Um, And the experiences for sure. It's very, very rewarding. I got to learn so much. I don't know it all at all. And so having all of those guests, I've had some amazing, amazing fucking people who are doing really hard things, who have been through really hard things, who are continually um, changing society one educational piece at a time, one connection at a time, one book at a time, one podcast at a time. And it's really, really amazing to see so many people who are very positive, very uplifting, very knowledgeable, and um, open to share. And so I want to just thank all of those guests who have come on, those people who have shared very vulnerable moments. Um, They have taken time out of their day. You know, we have very big names, company owners, authors, professors, 
um, therapists, amazing, amazing people who took time out of their day to, to share a message on our show. And so I really, truly want to thank all of them because that helps me learn and have a lot of energy behind, um, continuing to record. So we went through these crazy growth, crazy growth spurts throughout the podcast. So, you know, 150 episodes, it's almost been four years starting in October of 2019, very first episode, um, and that is titled Orgasm Not Required, which um, was was a really fun episode too. And I think me finding my voice as a podcaster, what do I want to share when I'm uncomfortable sharing? I'm an oversharer, so I'm like, yeah, I can share it all. And then realizing, hey, maybe sharing it all isn't helpful and it actually can be harmful for some people who are involved in that experience, um, like my spouse or other lovers, anything like that, my children even. And so learning how to share things in a relatable way, but not in such a way that I am harming others, that has been a massive lesson for me over the years. Um I always want to be that voice that is allowing others and inviting others to speak their truth, even if they don't align with my own values and beliefs. That's been something too I've learned. I've I've really pushed hard against the LDS church because I have had very negative um, and traumatic experiences with that um, body of religion. And I have learned to say things in a different way that for those who do really want to belong to that community, that I'm not alienating their voice either or telling them they don't belong and they don't have a seat at my table. Um, So learning those things, how to communicate with that, how to open that invitation and share um, beliefs and share experiences in a non-judgmental way has been unbelievably exponentially um, just a a growth experience that I was probably not prepared for, but it's very um, apparent as you maybe go back through older episodes up until um, more recent episodes. But uh, that's been something for myself. I, I hope that I can extend that invite to everyone else who listens, you know, to share information listen to others in a more in a place of non-judgment or less judgment that that is where growth happens that is where um acceptance happens and more people um can be themselves when we can still live how we need to and how we want to without that fear without that stigma um and judgment. And so that is like a huge call. I hope everyone hears it's I hope that's something that I can instill in so many other listeners. Um and still hold true to what you need. I had a ton of fucking fun making jokes. I'm like the perviest person I know. I can <laughs> turn anything sexual. So that was always such a fun part of the show as well. Um there were a lot of times that I would have to like stifle a joke or like don't say it. But if I smiled or giggled to myself, it was because I was thinking something, but I didn't want to take away the seriousness of the message or, or water down what we were sharing 
um, with lighthearted humor too much. I really wanted to stay in that fun, upbeat, educational um, area of the show. And so it the, the show went through a few identity shifts as well um, from what type of information we want to share to how we want to share it to the types of guests we invited onto the show. Uh, so that has been also a learning curve for me. Um, I think only uh, two, three episodes actually never aired, either because of the audio quality or um, there was one that we did have to take down um, because someone shared their personal story and experiences and at blue back and, and they were uh, chastised for it. And that, that makes me still quite upset that, um, you know, someone still can't share their story, even though they went through by a pseudonym and everything. So if you're a listener, if you've tuned in and if you recognize a voice and maybe you're like, that's not that person, that's a different name, or I recognize this person, I'm going to go call them out. Um, I'm going to ask to be very careful with that and definitely don't be like, oh my gosh, guess who I just heard on this podcast. Let's share it with everybody um, because that can actually cause a lot of harm too. Um, it happens. Unfortunately, we have had to take down a couple episodes for for reasons. Um, but that was another lesson too. Uh, not everything that I have said on the show is something I still think or believe because I've been able to build on my perspectives. I have been able to um, become more aware of other things that are out there and other implications and other um, consequences, both positive and negative, of different things too. So that's been really a growth opportunity for me. So I really hope that as you listen and re-listen to episodes that you can look at it with new eyes as well and continue to grow, even if there's a topic that you're like, absolutely the fuck not. Um, that maybe one day you can go back and be like, you know what, not for me, but I'm okay for somebody else. Um, because that's something that will really help our society and folks not feel so uh, shamed and carry a lot of unnecessary negative baggage with that. Uh, I have finally come to the decision to shut doors on the podcast. It's been something that I was like, you know, I can still do it. It's not a big deal. I love it so much. I really, really do. Um, it does take hours out of my week every week. I, uh, work full time at one university. So that's 40 hours a week. I teach human sexuality at another university, a couple more hours a week. I am a full-time student at another university. <laughs> um, I'm currently working on a master's in, in um, learning experience design and educational technology. So building online courses, again, another way I can expand awareness and minimize fear and stigma by building online courses around human sexuality. So something, this mission will never stop for me. Um, it's just shifting in how I deliver it. Um, 
So I will be done with that master's uh, in October of 2023. Really excited about that. And so I'll have two master's degrees. Um, so going to school full time and then I'm still coaching quite a few hours a week. That's probably about another, you know, four to five hours a week um, that I coach clients in the evenings and sometimes even early, early mornings and weekends. Um that's a very busy schedule considering that I have three kids and a spouse and, um, you know, household to still run it. It came to the point that I knew something had to give. Um, and I have held so tightly and fought fucking tooth and nail to keep the podcast running, um, to the point where, um, my spouse and I have have fought about how I spend my time. And when um, sometimes he didn't feel like I was choosing him first, or I was actually, you know, he felt that I was choosing him last and would record the podcast, make sure it got up because that was so important for me to make sure I was always on a consistent schedule or I had um, a guest already on the calendar. And so that was something that I've had to learn to communicate my own needs and my priorities and look at what are my priorities and what are my needs. And so that's been a really difficult thing, especially with the podcast that it's so consistent each week um, and having to prioritize and shift other things. And I would say self-care took a back burner. Uh, Self-identity was a huge back burner and recognizing my own needs, still working on it. Therapy is a great tool, everyone. Um, but understanding that is something for that I want to share. The only reason I want to share that is, is for others who are out there maybe experiencing something similar. How do you express that to a partner, a spouse or a significant other of like, there is something really important to me. You don't see the value because either it's not a financial gain or um, something that you don't relate to, but it is so important to me. How can I communicate that and still keep it a priority while honoring the other commitments I have, you know, like I've committed to you as a partner and your needs and, and sharing other things. So I would say it's okay to have those things. Um, it's okay to stand up for those things It's and to have healthy boundaries with those types of things, whether it's a hobby um, or or something else. Again, because hobbies typically don't make money and they use up time, uh, I really want to say like that was a huge lesson for me is how to communicate that to my spouse and even other people. Um, <laughs> I typically would schedule guests Sunday evenings to record and a lot of holidays or family things would happen Sunday evenings for like dinners and or birthday dinners, etc. It's a great time of the week to get together with extended family, in-laws, my parents, my siblings, my, you know, and so there were times I had to get really creative because some of these folks don't know I have a podcast um, and I've been very careful to protect that because of blowback and, and, um, they're not quite ready to hear some of these messages. Um, 
And so having to say like, oh, I have a coaching client or um, Mariah's sick, so she's not going to come, but we <laughs> so I can record the podcast. So many sacrifices that I have made and, and creative ways I've had to get around that. So I'm not hurting someone's feeling, but I'm still honoring my commitment of the podcast and with a guest who is volunteering their time to share their message was always such an important thing for me. Um, we had this amazing shift probably around episode 50 or 70 that folks would start emailing us and wanting to be and requesting guests or requesting to be a guest on our show. And that was a big deal. I didn't have to spend so much time you know, trying to research guests and going to find them and contacting their publicist or finding out how to um, for turn down or, you know, oh, you have too low of listens per episode. So it's not worth our time like that. That was always a blow. Um, And then, you know, we had some amazing local guests because we were able to like word of mouth and connections that way. Um, But then there was this shift right around there that we would get so many folks and their publicists. And then once their publicists knew about us and their other client they represented, and it was just like a floodgate. And we had so many guests that wanted to come on the show. And so I would book out and book out and book out. And so the past year, we have been continually booked out for six months for guests. And sometimes I would turn guests down, or, you know, if they definitely if their message didn't fit what we wanted to share. But sometimes I would turn them down just because we didn't even have room in our schedule. And I was like, you don't want to try to uh, put some time on someone's calendar eight months out. And so I kept it around that six-month term time frame. And last year, when I got to that point, I said, okay, when I run out of guests, maybe that's when I'll I'll be okay to shut the doors. And um, I just kept getting guests. And kept getting a really high quality, amazing folks who wanted to come on the show. So again, thank you so much. And there was a point um, quite recently that I was like, this isn't going to stop. They're not going to stop trickling through. There's um, always somebody's amazing story, always someone's amazing product or service or something that I really want to share because I know um, you as the listeners may also want to hear that too. And it was very relatable to our mission and aligned with our mission. And um, I was like, well, maybe I'll just say no to guests, anyone, and just stop. And I'll just continue recording for those I have already on my schedule. Um, so that would take me all the way to October of 2023. So that's when I'll be getting my next degree. And, um, for me balancing school in the podcast, uh, I added it up one week and I was spending close to 80 hours in front of the computer every week between coaching three jobs and the podcast, um, or well, coaching is one of the jobs school. There we go. So three jobs, school and the podcast, um, all in front of the computer. They're all online. They're all virtual and or editing, posting, posting. Uh, you know, it's really funny how much you don't think you're going to be spending time and then you really do spend a ton of time uh, to edit and to, you know, make a YouTube thumbnail and um, 
I played around for a while to get the little short clips and put those on Instagram reels and um, YouTube shorts, etc., which is really fun because we got quite a few folks interested in the show that way, but that took way more time than I had. Um, so I've had, you know, hired someone, tried that out to see if they wanted to make my little clips. And and that was, again, you know, really great to have, but it was money I wasn't quite comfortable spending every month when the podcast wasn't making me money, right? Probably wasn't even making enough um, on Patreon to pay that. And so when I added that up and realized how much I am actually saying no to because I've said yes to this commitment, um, you know, knowing how long we've done this uh, since 2019, fall of 2019, how much maybe have I missed and sacrificed, which has always been worth it, but that I didn't want to continue. Um I think the question came up is, what is your goal with the podcast? Where do you want to go? Uh, when do you know you've missed or hit the mark? And it really was never a destination for the podcast. It has always been a journey. It's always been allowing um, that growth opportunity to wash over me and not forcing anything because when it, something was forced, that's when it would just take out all of the value, all of the energy it would give back. Um, if I was forcing a download count or um, really pushing for this many episodes or something like that, it always kind of took out the fun, the excitement, the energy that came back for it. Um, and so that was that was a thing. I when I looked at the hours that I was spending a week on the computer, I knew something had to go. Uh, semester break is finally here. And so at least one, one job a few hours a week, I will get this summer off. I will be teaching human sexuality again in the fall. Um, my full-time job with 40 hours a week, that would always be there. I hold benefits for our family. It's I'm so grateful for that role. I've learned a lot in that role. I, I get to be a, a coach trainer and I get to um, train amazing coaches and continue to build my own coaching skill and my, my skills of, um, learning and development, online learning, all of that wonderful, wonderful stuff. So I'm not going anywhere with that one. Um, and my coaching clients, a lot of them purchase packages that just so happen to be expiring, uh, right about this time. And I am, you know, being quite choosy with how many clients I have on my calendar. Uh, so far, I have not had to turn anyone down who's interested in coaching, but I am going to make sure it's only so many hours a week. And I have amazing coaches in my community that I can refer to. So if anyone's ever interested in coaching and they're worried to reach out to me because of my workload, please don't. Always reach out to me. And I may actually have someone who's really amazing that might fit your needs even better than what I can provide um, if I am unable to take that because of the workload. But I'm really excited for having a little more energy back in my week. Um, the podcast gave back a ton because of the people I were, was able to connect with. I loved hanging out with my guests a lot of times before we would record. 
I would chat with them before, get to know them a little bit. And then as soon as we were done recording, we would chat a little bit more. Um, So many of them, I'm like, hey, when you come to Utah, come hit me up. Let's hang out. I really would share um, coffee with these people and really would. Um, There's some great ones, great folks that I still am very, very connected with on social media and still reach out and we all boost each other up. So that was so fun. Just knowing folks that I have similar missions in and just really fucking rad people. Can I say amazing guests? Um, and so that was a lot of energy back. I, I loved getting that energy back from the podcast each week. But when I say editing, um, having to learn how to video edit, how to learn how to audio edit. I didn't know any of this stuff. I didn't know what to, what um, equipment to buy, what sounded better. So, I mean, again, the podcast probably still has a lot of growth opportunity. A lot of research goes into um, trying to figure out what equipment to buy. There were so countless hours for me trying to learn how to audio edit and video edit and post and write the episode description and the title. Like, what do I want to title this episode? And a lot of emotional labor goes into that as well. Then learning how to make images and other things for the YouTube thumbnails and social media posts and All of that stuff does take a lot of time and energy, not just learning how to do it because I didn't have any of those skills before, but then um, learning how to do it, applying it and continuing to level up because I was never satisfied with where I was. I always wanted to just learn a little bit more. So that was such a great incremental growth opportunity. But there is a point that you do gas out a little bit and and just being like, you know what? It's okay as is. And that's how the podcast has been probably the last couple of months. I haven't really made any major changes, um, but really wanting to just be okay with how it is because the energy spent to learn a new skill while I was still going to school full time. I'm learning so many skills um, right now of how to design classes and um, user experience and um, instructional design and all of those other things that take up a lot of mental energy and emotional energy because you do want to do a fucking good job. Like I never wanted um, an amazing message, an amazing episode to then fall flat because the audio quality was off, because the video quality was fuzzy and and bad. Um, so I always stopped recording on Zoom because it just never was high enough quality. Um, I am using Zencaster now. There were several other options out there, but it was a decently mid-tier price package of what it does. And for me to go and experience or and experiment with all of the other hosting platforms to do um, virtually or with distance guests and everything, that takes up a lot of time and space. And so for me to do a lot of research, I just landed on the one that I played around with. Uh, So for those who are interested in starting a podcast and all of that, it's a lot of energy that goes into it and um, a lot of things you don't really think about. And if you are interested in starting a podcast, don't feel like you have to know all of those things first. I learned them as I went. Um, Someone wants to maybe post a beautiful, polished episode, go ahead. If that's something that is quality you really, really want, 
I always wanted to be super authentic. That's why I swear. That's why I don't edit anything like out unless it's completely um, inappropriate or I've totally made a mistake and I misquoted a number or something. It's been very rare that that's happened. Um, Or one of my guests said something that they're like, you know what, I'm actually not comfortable for that to go live. And so I edit some, some things out, usually really minor, but I don't edit any of the fumbles or mumbles or little things because I'm a real fucking person who stumbles and fumbles and mumbles. And that's how learning about to build our sex and sexuality is exactly the same type of journey. So it's always been that journey and it's been really fun. And it's been really fucking amazing. And I have still a shit ton of stickers that I'll still be handing out because the podcast is actually not going anywhere. I won't be creating new episodes to post, but we will still be available on all all major listening platforms. We'll still have our our YouTube episodes and, and video episodes up there. Um, so and our website. So that's still always going to be there because You can always touch up on old episodes. Hey, remember we talked about something about this and I want to remember what what they said with this topic or um, sharing it with others. Hey, this episode is really great for this person because they were just talking about that and how much they wanted to learn more. Or maybe they just needed to be affirmed that other people are experiencing that as well um, or, or live that way too. I think it's always really fun. Um, I think we do that a lot with TikTok and those small little videos, reels, shorts. We always send them to our friends that we're like, this makes me think of you. So feel free to do that with any podcast episodes <laughs> and help share it. So that's not going anywhere. Um, and so uh, feel free to go listen to old episodes, to share it with friends. Uh, the show will still be around, um, but we won't be posting on social media anymore. And that one actually is a really hard thing. I don't love social media at all. Um, it's been really difficult to share this type of message with sexual content on social media, like platforms like Facebook and Instagram, um, because our community standards, I'm always being told it goes against the community standards which is really frustrating because I focus on educational um, content with quality sources and um, in a non-judgmental, empathetic manner and constantly getting wrist slap and um, shadow banned and, and where it wouldn't, none of our, our audience or our reach would just plummet out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, right. It's not because I've not been consistent. Um, or because I've had shitty posts, it really has been because the app has done something or the algorithm and I've pissed the social media gods off. Um, so that has been a massive piece of the energy I fucking hate spending on the podcast, but it's cheap. It's easy. Uh, not easy. No, no, no. Let's, let me take that back. It's cheap way to get the podcast name out there. Memes were super easy for me to just toss on there because they're fun. They're relatable, right? Um, But having to curate a posting schedule and try to bring something to an audience that they want to hear and see and read and look at that then they would matriculate into listening to the show. If I said all of that in completely foreign language, exactly. (laughs) That I did not know any of that stuff and having to build that 
was constantly worried I was going to get banned or my entire account deleted and have to start all over from square one. It was a difficult thing. And so social media, I just don't like it. I'm not a consumer of social media anyway. I have deleted all my social media apps, but I do keep the one that helps me post and and kind of monitor. So if anyone replies or messages the podcast, I can reply back or comments on something. So uh, yeah, I didn't mean to rant about social media so long, but it really was such an energy suck and a time suck, but I really wanted folks to know and reach them where they were at or on social media. Um, The podcast has been really fun. I remember when I first had the very inkling of an idea to do a podcast. Um, it was shortly after I think I took a course around gender, gender expression and gender identity. And there were so many things that I really wanted to share with other people. And I'm like, okay, I could take my own Facebook page and post all these other things and like talk about how we can use pronouns in a more um, accurate and accepting manner, um, which I did. I did a little bit of that on my own, but I didn't want other people who were family members or were very religious who do follow me on social media think it was a personal attack to them because they weren't using pronouns in a way that was accepting or accurate. And so I didn't want to be a polarizing um, voice and without an explanation. And so that's why I was like, how can I verbally say or share a message? And that's where a podcast came in. And I was like, yeah, I could do a podcast. I could totally do a podcast. I like fucking talking all day. Um, I like to connect with people. It's not that I love talking or that I'm super articulate. We all know I'm not. (laughs) You've listened long enough. Um, But it has been really fun to just say, I have this idea. I want to be able to explain why I'm passionate about an idea. I want to be able to show other ways people live and experience life that isn't a heteronormative um, cisgender experience. I want to talk about different kinks and different ways that people are intimate and experience sex and sexuality. I want to learn those things because I'm very curious too and it's fascinating, right? And it's not because I'm like this sexpert or have tons of sex or is like overly sexual. Um, I'm just comfortable talking about it. I'm comfortable asking questions and the hard questions and sharing my stumbles and learnings. And so that is kind of where I was like, you know, podcast might be okay because no one's going to censor me on a podcast. And so we've actually had plenty of folks who have offered or have come to the show who want to sponsor the show and then we play a little commercial or something. I've always said no to those folks. Um, One, because I always really wanted to make sure the message was something I absolutely agreed with and aligned with and it wasn't just a paycheck. And for two, sometimes those people who you have, you sign a contract or whatever that become a sponsor, you can't share certain messages or um, say certain things and certain things in certain ways. And so I did not ever want to be, again, censored. I didn't want to be censored. So that's why I've said no to several sponsor offers. 
Um, although there has been some really cool ones, some really giant names that people are very familiar with. Again, it was just to honor and keep the message pure and um, not a corporate message. That's a big one. Um, but there's amazing people out there who do have some great products and services out there. We've had them on as guests, so we could still share it. Um, but yeah, 150 episodes, really great content, couple of flops, couple of folks on there. I will say that maybe I didn't agree with their message, but I wanted to have them on so they could share it and that I could learn more again in a non-judgmental way. So if there's an episode on here, um, that you don't agree with, don't worry about it. Um, it wasn't for you. That's totally fine. Um, some of them weren't for me either, (laughs) but I did say yes to some that I knew I wasn't going to agree with. So we could just share and expand awareness doesn't mean we are selling an agreement or selling a way of life or trying to force people to live a certain way. I never want to demonize any way of living. Um, and so that was another thing too, is was me monitoring my own experiences and monitoring my own um, thought processes when someone was sharing, am I accepting of who they are, but maybe not how they live? That's okay. So after 150 episodes, I will say there are some things on here that I was like, woo, alrighty. And there are other things that I'm like, damn, I'm fucking proud of. Um, I think really it's the community that I have built. It is the connections that I have made. It is the lessons I have learned. And here come the tears because <laughs> I think I am just so grad- grateful And I have so much gratitude around that experience that, you know, probably started a little bit more ego fueled at the very beginning and then shifted into um, mission fueled and then has just been something that I wanted to continue honoring for other people, but I need to honor what I also need. So I felt like ending on a high note and not letting the the, um, the show slowly fizzle out and then me just kind of sporadically posting or not having good content because I wasn't fully present for a guest or I'm being ornery right before I, I record. Cause I don't really want to fucking do it because I'm so stressed and so full. I mean, there has been some times that I've had to really monitor my energy and tried to pump it up before some recordings too. I wasn't always on my game every single episode. I can definitely, I don't think who anyone who is, um, including professionals. Uh, but when I made the decision to say, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay to end it how, where it's at right now. I had six months worth of guests scheduled and that was hard for me to say, Hey, I want to thank you so much for your interest in coming on the show. You have an amazing message. I would 100% be open to sharing your message if I had more time and energy. And, um, that's when I had to really admit to myself that I didn't have time and energy. And so 
I'm having someone <laughs> open the garage below me, so hopefully that's not too loud. Uh, that time and energy, really, I want to go spend with my family. I want to go spend building me up continually. Uh, it's been really fun, and it's been an amazing journey, and it's okay to say thank you, and I will take everything I've learned and apply it, and go apply it to new adventures. This is what this has been. It's been a, an amazing fucking adventure. There was never an end goal. There was never uh, at this many listens or this many episodes. And so I felt like 150 was a great number to end. Um, and I just want to thank everyone who has continually supported the show, continually tuned in, um, have been um and we'll continue to share it because there's messages on here that need to be shared. So please do it. Um, just because we're not recording doesn't mean it's not worthy of sharing. So if you need to stay in tune to the podcast, saltysexcast.com will be around at least for a little while. I don't plan on shutting that down. So it's a great, easily way to access the podcast. We'll be on all those other platforms, so don't forget to tap in, to subscribe, um, and to share. If you ever want to get a hold of me, I am still going to be around. Like I said, I'm going to be applying these lessons. I'm going to be doing things in a way just in different avenues, but the best way is because I'm still going to be coaching. I'm still always, um, you know, health and wellness coach first. Uh, You can find me at balanceyourwellnesstoday.com. So again, balanceyourwellnesstoday.com. And I have my coaching on there. I have more snippets about me. So feel free to tap in that way. Um, but I, and I'm still going to teach human sexuality. So that's really, really fun as to uh, at a collegiate level and, and teach that to other folks who maybe, especially in Utah, don't have that exposure. So my ask is for everyone to expand your awareness in a non-judgmental way. Listen to others, even if their way of living sounds scary or threatening. Just listen. You don't have to follow it, but just expanding that awareness, minimizing fear, minimizing stigma, minimizing judgment and shame um, is really my call for everyone and continue to build up who you are and what you need and advocate for that and um, go be fucking amazing. But peace out, bitches. I'll see you around. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.